Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D. I am your host, DeVille D. I hope I'm finding everybody in good spirits and good health today. I know that I am, and I'm still on my no smoking kick, but I am still hitting that vape from the jewel. I'm really enjoying this jewel. <sighs> it's a great product. At times I have uh, in the past day or so, I did feel a little bit of the uh, withdrawals, I think, because I don't think I'm getting as much nicotine as I was, but that was semi part of the plan to kind of cut back. So eventually I am no longer dependent on any of these chemicals to make it through my day. But either way, first and foremost, I want to talk a little bit about the Grammys. I didn't really get a chance to talk about the Grammys yesterday, even though I didn't watch it. I watched it on Instagram. You know, the memes told me all I needed to know about the Grammys because I was able to see that Cardi B, she won, well, I think it was like best rap album of the year. And she came out there dressed like a peacock. Yes, she did. She was dressed like a peacock, a rather sexy peacock, if I say so myself, but a peacock nonetheless. Then uh, Drake. Drake is the main topic of the Grammys that I wanted to talk about because he came out doing his acceptance speech and Shots fired! Shots fired! Yeah, man, he went at the Grammys lightweight a little bit. Uh, what he said, and of course I'm going to paraphrase was That was a little trigger warning for my listeners that may be a little sensitive on the sensitive side. What he said was something to the nature of, if you're selling shows and people are spending money to come see your shows and, um, you know, purchasing your music, then you don't need one of these, a.k.a. a Grammy, to, um, you know, show that you did a good job or to, to what do you call it, uh, um, validate yourself. And they cut the boy off. I'm talking about they cut his mic off like they do at the Baptist church. When you're up there, you're giving your testimonies and you run on for a little bit too long. And the, and the, uh, the, 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 the uh, what you call it, the pianist, <laughs> pause, starts playing the music on top of you. Your testimony to let you know to wrap it up. That's how they did the boy Drake. Now, I feel like that it was justified because if you know the history of the grammys and rap music or hip-hop whatever you want to call it there was a time when they didn't even present uh the the hip-hop awards the hip-hop music awards um televised they go to commercial and give out the grammys and then you know come back and a lot of the hip-hop performance were done during commercial break times and things like that they was real disrespectful that's why there are a lot of people of the hip-hop community that don't really while they all accept them that's why a lot of them don't show up a lot of them don't uh perform you know and they don't really hold them they hold them in high regards but they don't at the same time because having that grammy is kind of like having a degree from harvard people look at you different well you can say grammy award winning you know what i mean that's like oscar or something like that it, it adds a little bit of clout to your name and you can probably charge a little bit more. But, you know, in my opinion, for them to invite you, nominate you for an award, and then when you win, to not even 
put it on TV with everybody else's. That's like imagine Christmas. If you showed up for Christmas and your mom said you, your mom said, "Yeah, I got a present for you," but you got to wait until everybody leaves and come around to the back door to get your present. How would that make you feel? Would you still be, you know, that excited about getting a present? And I guess since they, you know, have started presenting some of these awards during the air actual airtime of the show, you know, people feel like they should that the artist should just let it go and let the past be the past. But people don't feel that way, you know, and you can't tell people how to feel about things. They say Drake actually turned down the um the opportunity to perform that night. He didn't perform. He showed up, he got his award, said what he had to say, they cut the mic off for him and it was over. Now, I did catch a lot of people saying that uh you know why would he come show up to the awards just to give him his ass to kiss because he wants to one of the things that we're gonna have to stop doing is trying to tell people when and where are the appropriate times to try to get your point across you can't do that look whether or not i agree with what you got to say or when you said it i cannot deny you the right to say it when and wherever you want to you like you gotta we can't keep holding people to the standard of how we feel about things you can say whatever you want whenever you want as long as you're willing to deal with the consequences and the backlash that comes from you saying whatever you want whenever you want and wherever you want but enough about that look I've been spending way too much time paying this Apex Legends and I'm going to have to come up with another, do another review and a tip episode for it because I'm not even going to get into it. But yeah, and you, if have you ever felt like that you would uh, you would like to know more about your host here, DeVille Di? Well, if you do, you're in luck. All you have to do is search through wherever you're listening and search growing up deville and you will find a whole season's worth of episodes of me telling you my story and my experiences growing up just this past weekend i dropped one that was entitled school days where i'm telling you about my transition from living in ohio to moving down to south georgia and starting school but we started that show way 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 before that all the way back when I was just a young pup uh, in uh, North Carolina where I was born. So if you're at all interested in that, make sure you go back and check those episodes out. Now, we're going to go ahead and get into the What the Ville Thinks section of the show. If you don't know, the What the Ville Thinks uh, segment is where I take different topics that are given to me by listeners and I speak on them and I tell you what I think. Now, I know you're saying DeVille, DeVille. That's pretty much the whole show is us, you telling us what you think about stuff. But yeah, but this time you are able to pick the topic that I'm going to tell you what I think about. You can do that by going over to Facebook to Thoughts by DeVille, DI, the Facebook page. You can go to Instagram uh d-v-i-l-l-e underscore d-i or you can go over to twitter at d-v-i-l-l-e-d-i and on any of those you can tag me you can message me and tell me the topics that you'd like for me to speak on and i will speak on them guaranteed now what people wanted me to talk about 
this time was that new uh, football league. If you are unaware, there is currently a new up-and-coming football league in the making. It's called the AAF, and we're going to get right into that very soon. But first, I'm going to take a second and let you hear about my sponsors, and then we'll get right back to it. So the AAF is the um, Alliance of American Football. It's a league comprised of eight teams, and they open up play officially on February 9th, uh, 2019. That's this year. They open up that play. So I was able to uh, catch a little bit of that uh, action, and it was like, Okay, this is dope. This is this is is dope. So um they're saying that they're not trying to compete with the NFL but to complement the NFL. So it's kind of like a not a I guess you say kind of like a farm league to the NFL kind of similar to how, you know, the the baseball has these minor league teams and even the NBA has a D league and what is it? G League and all these other different leagues. So now there's a, a league outside of the uh, professional football realm. Well, not outside of the professional football realm. What the hell are you talking about, Davildia? There's a fo- professional football league outside of the NFL that is not uh, that is not arena. Because the only thing that I found outside of that was arena. Then you did have some semi-pro teams out there but they weren't getting much attention or much shine now this AF AAF is it's pretty dope I've seen a lot of hard hitting out there I've seen a lot of nice plays you know it was entertaining if you like football then here's more football for you now I know there's going to be there's always these traditionalists or I, was, I like to call them the Flintstones if you don't know the world's comprised of the Flintstones and the Jetsons the Flintstones want the world to stay exactly how it is and how they've always known it meanwhile the Jetsons are trying to put cars in the air so of course the Flintstones are going to want to keep that traditional football you know that they know and love and they've grown up with and there's nothing wrong with that man but i like it i like the whole idea of having football outside of the national football league because honestly a lot of this um a lot of these games are starting to feel kind of scripted it's kind of starting to feel like the nfl may be the new wwe or something like that like just a couple of examples for you. Y'all remember when the Seahawks were in the Super Bowl, they're on, were on like the one or two yard line with beast mode, Marshawn Lynch in the backfield, and they opted to throw a pass. Now, I understand that Russell Wilson is an outstanding quarterback, and they had all the faith in the world in Russell Wilson, but you have beast mode in the backfield. I'm pretty sure the whole defense would thought that beast mode would have thought that beast mode was gonna get the ball, but does that make mean you're gonna be able to stop beast mode? No, it doesn't. But they opted to throw a pass instead of handing that ball off on the one yard line to beast mode. Marshawn Lynch seemed kind of fishy. But and another thing that I saw when the Carolina Panthers played the Super Bowl and 
Cam Newton fumbled the ball. I believe Cam fumbled it. But either way, there was a fumble. And Cam stood there and looked at the ball. He didn't try to pick it up. He didn't dive on it. He didn't do nothing. He just stood there and looked at the ball. Now, I know some of y'all will say, well, Cam is a quarterback. He has to think about his future, his health, yada, yada, yada. But look, it's the end of the season. Everything that you worked for is on the line. And Cam Newton is a beast. Cam Newton is the size of some linebackers out there cam newton demolishes defensives and defensive linemen now okay if this was tom brady or somebody like that i might could understand him not diving for the ball because he's he's a little fragile but cam newton is a running quarterback and you would have thought he would have got in there and tried to get that ball at least tried to pick it up i would guarantee you brett Favre would have went for that ball steve young would have went for that ball joe montana would have went for that ball but <laughs> Cam, he just stood there and looked at it. And last but not least, I didn't even see this game, but I heard about it enough because it was all over social media and it was all over ESPN, the uh, pass interference no call that got the Saints put out of the Super Bowl. Now, this wasn't the only reason that the Saints lost the game, but the damn show helped. And if you saw it, this was such a blatant Pass interference, how did they not call it? I have no understanding. That is beyond me unless there's something in the milk that ain't cream. Now, so, yeah, I do feel like it might be some fishy stuff going on in, in the league. But, you know, that's why I I tend to pay more attention to college football. And I hate the way they do the playoffs in college football. It's, it's weird. It's some janky stuff going on there, too. But, nevertheless, we have a new league so there's, at the least, we got more football to watch throughout the year. Now, there are some big differences in the rules between the NFL and the AAF. Most of the rules are the same, but there are some different rules in there, right? So one of the first things you'll notice is different between the AAF and the NFL is that there's no kickoff in the AAF. The teams just get the ball on a 25-yard line. They just, that's where they start. Now, that's because the kickoff is the probably one of the most dangerous plays on the field. There's two types of people that play on the special teams, the kick teams, and that's psychopaths and guys who wouldn't get to touch the field otherwise. Yes, I said that, and I, you know, that's why. How many stars do you know, offensive or defensive, that actually play on special teams, the kick return team, or the kick coverage team? You may get a well-known kick returner because, you know, they're, they're stuff so far back there and they have that chance to, you know, do the fair catch so that they can't get, you know, hit. But for the most part, you don't see too many stars on that kick, on that kick team or that kick return team. What else is different about that? So since there's no kicks, there's no onside kicks. And here's another kicker right here. <laughs> you see what I did there? <clears throat> so, since there's no onside kick, if the team a team is down by 17 or more points in the final five minutes after a touchdown, that team can attempt a fourth and 12 play from its own 28-yard line, right? So, <clears throat> if they get to the 40, they get to keep the ball. If not, the ball goes to the other team. So, that's another, that's kind of weird, but at the same time, I, 
get it. And there's no extra points. Well, there's no extra points as far as kicks. Every touchdown is followed by a two-point conversion. But you still can't kick a field goal. <clears throat> it's just not the go-to right after the uh, right after the, the, the touchdown. So, another rule that is different is in the chance of an overtime, both teams get the ball on the 10-yard line and get a chance to score a touchdown and a two-point conversion. If both teams fail or if both teams, you know, score at the end of that session, the game ends in a tie. So that's they put that in there to keep the games short. You understand what I'm saying? Only five players can rush the quarterback on a single play. And they aren't allowed to blitz for more than two yards outside the defensive line or five yards back from the line of scrimmage. This is it put in to protect the quarterback. Now, this is one that I like, my favorite. So, they have what's called a sky judge. The sky judge is a ninth official who's in the press box. He can call penalties, and he can tell the referee to pick that damn flag up. So, they say that this guy is most likely going to be used to assess safety-related calls, helmet-to-helmet, blindside, you know, stuff like that that are miss on the field. So, you don't get the benefit of the leap of a, a replay, but you got that sky judge out there. Now, <clears throat> I do think, now here goes DeVille with his conspiracy thing, uh, theories. I wonder if this may be a sign of things to come in the NFL. Could this just be a, a test lead where they're testing some of this stuff out and then some of these rules, these safety-orientated rules are going to slowly make their way into the NFL, don't get upset, Jetsons. I'm just, it's just a theory. I meant to Flintstones. I said the damn Jets. You got to get better at this, DeVille. Either way, y'all didn't come here for that, did you? Y'all came here for some morning discipline, and that's what I'm going to give you. So, the discipline of the day is keep it 100. Keep it 100. Look, <clears throat> one of the worst things that you can do as a employer, as a supervisor a boss the leadership of your team is to not be honest with the people right there's this old saying don't piss on me and tell me that it's raining what that mean is don't try to sell me your bullshit don't try to get me to drink the kool-aid and think everything is okay and that everything is hunky-dory and what you're doing is for my benefit if it is not because that's not cool You'll gain more, way more loyalty and way more respect from the people that you're over if you keep it real with them. If you know something's some BS, tell them it's BS from the jump, you know. Let them know that you understand it's BS, but it's still something that we have to do because this is what we've been told to do. But never, never, ever, ever try to convince your people that something that they feel is, is is bs is not even if it is not you know what i'm saying sometimes you have to let people go through the motions and figure out that you know what what's going on is for their benefit on their own because of course most people aren't going to believe you when you try to convince them that something that they already believe is not for their benefit is for their benefit 
So you just gotta let them find out on their own. And definitely don't lie to them and try to make them feel like something is for their benefit when it's not. Because once people figure out that that's what you're doing, they lose respect for you. They can't look at you the same. They don't hold you in the same light when they find out that that's how you move. And that is the kind of person that you are. You understand what I'm saying? And never try to make a... Uh, your associate or your employee feel like they should be grateful just for the the privilege of of you know walking in this door this morning there's a million and one places out here that are looking for great employees and are willing to take your employees and treat them the way that they should be treated if you don't never forget about the little guy never forget where you came from because most of you didn't start at the top most of us did not start at the top we had to work there our way up now take this information and do with it what you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference remember to get you a good breakfast because you're gonna need it while you're out here getting shit done now do me that big favor i ask you every day have an amazing day and i'm out of here man peace